welcome to the Gridiron 4th and 1 podcast. My name is Rishi, and today we got him back. We got Nardo back, and he's got a fresh new haircut. Uh, Nardo, how did you decide what kind of haircut you wanted from your barber? Uh, well, good to be back. Finally, things have been two weeks. I've been off. I mean, do you, what do you mean? How would I decide a haircut? I'm like, hey, can I get the same thing as always? But then I was like, you don't it's ever too change long. it up. Your yeah. hair is very long. Yeah, but I always like be like take half of it off because I do not want to come back here for a while. I know that sounds like it's bad for his business, but I'm like, get rid of most of it because I'm looking <laughs> to stay out here for like two months before I have to come back. But I don't know. I mean, okay. your hairline's kind of receding a little bit, so I don't yeah. think you have to go as often. Actually, so I, like, I go more often than you because of the fact that it's receding. I had to cut the sides more so that it looks shorter. Are you serious? Yes. It makes oh everything God. look better because the sides are shorter. So. That makes sense. I guess you'd look like you're trying for a comb over if you didn't trim everything down because otherwise it'd be like, yeah, just wild as shit. My dad has that look and it looks real awful. It's yeah. so Indian old man balding. But wait, before we can converse too much between ourselves, we have a special guest. This is one of the first guests that I have never met outside of the five minutes before this. Uh, that Rishi, this is your brother-in-law's like what best man, best one of the best friends from back in the day, Tony. Tony, nice meeting you. Yeah, How are you nice today? meeting you, Nara. Hey, hey, Rishi. Hey, Tony. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for coming. Tony, on. how you often are... do you get a haircut? How often do you get a haircut before anything else? Um, well, when I get my haircut, they tell me like how long it's been, and it's like four to six weeks. Wait, I'd they, say. Like, where do you go? Great clips. So yeah, I'm like in the computer. So they like, you know, you got your phone number. They look you up, and it's oh first, God. first free, free ad for me. Like, oh man, you haven't been here for like six weeks. Like, <laughs> I know, right? like shame come. you. <laughs> yeah, see you in six weeks is what they say when I leave. Oh nice. I love that's, it. Wait, Rishi, where do you go? That's a personal touch. I just go to sports clips. I was gonna say, don't they do the free sides for you if you ever go there? Uh, yeah, but I mean. I don't really. I guess sure. That's a benefit. Yeah, I was like, I, I usually go there. I go to this. I go to this shop in Skokie. So I live in uh, the city, but I will drive. It's close to my parents. It's called uh, Mikhail's. It's a bunch of like Middle Eastern guys who cut hair, and they're so good that like I go there. And my cousins who like live in Schaumburg will drive all the way from Schaumburg to Skokie to get their haircut. My brother-in-law comes from the South to get his haircut. Like they're so good, and they're like only like sixteen dollars, I think. So it's not too expensive. But I was like. You know, that's why I make the trip, guys. If you're ever looking for a new uh, barber, Mikhail's. And you don't get um, shame. I went to Sport Clips once, and, like, there was some game on that I wanted to watch. Maybe it's golf or something. Like, can you put on Golf Channel? Or uh, I thought maybe they got, like, obscure, like, baseball games. Like, MLB Network, put it on. And, like, like yeah, like, no, like, like, just ESPN plays in the background. Like, what do you what? want from us? And yeah, all their so. stylists are like, they're like, what? Like, why are you even requesting something different? Like, it's just on in the background. None <laughs> yeah. of them pay ever. Like, it's yeah. so great. Exactly. Yeah. Their reaction to me, like, requesting a different sport was, like, enough that I'm not going back. <laughs> I don't play. Wait, I so used to go there. Does Great Clips have a TV with, with sports on or no? <laughs> no, no, I guess they don't. But that's not part of their, like advertising platform uh, so it's probably it's cheaper right like how much do you pay for a haircut what are we talking um i don't know, like 15 20 bucks somewhere in that range Sounds i think Damn. yeah how much do you pay it's like 27 28 dollars but you also you also get like the they do shampoo your hair after they cut it so that, and then rinse it 
Okay, but I mean, if you didn't get your hair shampooed, would you die? Like, no. Like, do you have to get that service? No, you don't. You don't. I think it's cheaper if you don't get that service by like five dollars or something like that. Yeah. So why? Like, you're like, oh, it's good. You're paying for the service. It's not like they're just throwing it in. Like, I feel like that's that's their uh, that's the what they advertise. That's their allure is, is doing all that stuff, and that should be part of the haircut. Like that's your that's your advantage over Great Clips or or this Mikhail's place is that's what you got, right? Like, why else? What else are you? What, what else, what's your benefit? You're not going to change the channel for me. That's what true, sporting right? event were you watching the last time yeah. you got your haircut? Do you remember? Uh. No, I, I mean I've seen baseball, <laughs> I've seen basketball, on, but like none of it's been relevant. And I do remember I actually did ask to change the channel one time, and the person was like, "Oh man, I'm a really big fan of this team. I really don't want to change it." I'm like, "What do you want?" Yeah, right. <laughs> but do you feel guilty asking to change it, or you just like suck it up and you just have to watch it now? No, I just had to. Yeah, I sucked it up and had to watch it because I'm like, I'm like just thinking to myself, I'm like, there's three other TVs in here. You could just change one of the other ones to what you want to watch. And like, look at it, you know, right? You gotta focus on my hair anyway. It's not like you're I just like, <laughs> what is like, this? like, yeah, like, who's the client here? <laughs> exactly. I love okay, it. Like, flip, flip channel in between innings. Like, I'll watch the Sox and the Sox fan, and then like flip on and Cubs when they're <laughs> both games oh, are on. Right. And it's in between innings. Are you really a Sox fan from Palatine? Well, it, my family is originally oh. from like South Side suburbs. So, like, you can't born into it you know okay i guess that makes sense kind of like a transplant from the south side yeah man you're really in cubs territory living all the way up there hey the bears are moving to this area not the not the cubs so that is that is possibly my favorite thing that they're moving there because i absolutely hate soldier field and i have no idea i think i've said this before i cannot stand going into soldier field i there's nothing about it that i enjoy so I cannot wait for that stadium. Hopefully the Bears don't fuck it up, which I'm sure everyone thinks that they oh, will. Yeah. But there's a chance they will because it's the Bears. <laughs> you know it's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, the Bears. I mean, it p- depends on who the owner is at the time. Jeff Bezos. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Could you, so, <laughs> you would put money into it. You would put money into it for sure. He might. I mean – yeah, at that point when you have that much money, you're just like everything's a pissing contest. So you just want to act like you're the best, have the most money, have like the biggest stadium. So I can see Bezos going crazy if he ever was willing to buy a team. I don't know if he is, but hey, speaking of buying the- stuff, uh, we got golf and we got the live tour. And Tony, you are a oh huge golf person, and uh, yeah. so basically, for those of you that don't know anything about golf, there's a PGA tour, and then that's been like your NFL, your NBA, et cetera, for, like, years, like, 20-plus years, long, even longer. I don't actually even know how long they've been around. But now there's a new live tour backed by the uh, Saudi Public Investment Fund. So they're, like, throwing billions of dollars at this tour, which means there's tons of money. So, Tony, you are a huge golf person. Like, what, do you, what are your thoughts on this new competitor to the majors of golf well so i guess one other thing to get like out there is that there are the four majors and those are run by separate entities from the pga tour so like augusta national runs the masters um the usga puts on the us open 
uh, RNA puts on the British Open or the Open, and then the PGA of America puts on the, the PGA, which is separate from the PGA Tour. So, like, the four majors matter more than anything else. Like, it's kind of like tennis. You have the majors. That's really what everyone watch, watches and cares about. And then, like, the PGA Tour is kind of like all the other events. So, like, as a fan, like, tuning in for the majors is what, what I look forward to the most. And I think that's, like, this division now is just going to up that so much more because you'll have some of the top players playing live golf and some of the top players playing PGA Tour for all the other weeks except for the four major weeks. And then, like, everyone's going to be playing in the same tournament. Do you um, feel like do you watch do you watch tournaments that are not the four majors, though? Or are you only watching the four majors? Well, it's nice to have on the background. Like, I mean, probably even not golf fans. Like, I don't know, you know, take a nap on a Sunday or a Saturday, yeah. put on golf. <laughs> have it on maybe where you're getting your hair cut at, at Sport Clips. Yeah. Um, if that applies. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, there are some weeks that are more fun than than others. They're, like, bigger bigger weeks. So they're at, like, I don't know, more exciting courses or – like they're worth more money, so more more of the top players are there. So like the Genesis uh, Invitational in LA is that a, a pretty cool course. Um, and then uh, like there are others that are bigger weeks. Like I, I always like watching Super Bowl week right before the Super Bowl starts. They're at the the Phoenix Open where they oh, have that I big go stadium. So yeah, so like that event's pretty fun. So there are I mean a handful of uh, PJ Tour events that are fun and worth looking forward to watching but then there are events like this week is the the john deere classic in uh Silvis, illinois like over by quad cities and the field's not very strong there so like that that's not going to be an event that i would tune into unless like there's nothing else on and i'm hanging out so. which right now there really is nothing else on i know but do you see yeah. the money that those players got for the live tournament or to live tour, it's or absurd. Yeah, like it's more money than like I don't know. I can like think about. Yeah, like Phil got what two hundred million. Dustin Johnson got what one fifty million just to play, not anything else but to just join it and play. Yeah, and if they I win, think, they make even more money. Yeah, it's like five million dollars per or five million just for winning each of those tournaments on top of the two hundred million. I heard Tiger they offered almost a billion dollars to come join it. Something stupid like. I, I mean, there's no way it's actually like a billion dollars because there's no way he would have said no. I think he, he, he would have, though, because like, I mean, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck. Who the fuck says no to a billion dollars? What What, what are you <laughs> talking about? So he would have. I, I mean, because Tiger already has the money. He doesn't need the money. He's a billionaire already. OK, go ask. Go ask um, Jeff Bezos if he would like a billion dollars. And if he says no, I'll I will. I don't know. I'll. I'll give first, you hundred. First, we have to find no Jeff way. Bezos. That's what we have to. We have to That's get true. him to talk to us, and then then we can ask the question. <laughs> yeah, there's no one who says no to a billion dollars. I don't care how rich you are. Well, if there's one, or if there's any chance that he puts being able to play in the majors at risk, then I could see that being a no for for Tiger. Because, um, well, that's all he's like really that's ever more, right? cared about and played for. And so, like, it's still yet to be totally determined or figured out how these, uh, like, world golf rankings um, are given out 
for the live tour events because it's it's not a four day event it's a three day event and so it's only 54 holes and there's not a, a cut after two days and uh, like so so they haven't really announced or decided how world ranking points are going to be given out yet to the live golf events so tiger probably sees himself only playing in the majors or maybe if he's healthy a few other events that he can pick and choose and if those events aren't giving out world golf or world ranking points and putting any major playing at risk i could see him saying no to it of course yeah. the tiger's probably exempt anyway for the majors but yeah. if he feels at all that like the majors would say like there are rumors that augusta would say like if you're in live golf like maybe you're not invited next year because that's technically an invitational so the that's u.s true. open has said if you if if you qualify and you're eligible you can play so tiger will be able to play for as long as he wants basically from that. see like i feel like i i totally agree with that but i think most people who watch golf are not going to be watching most of it outside of the majors so like i don't understand this whole plan by whatever the saudi national fund or whatever it's called to put all this money out because like not how many people are actually seeking out golf on a day-to-day basis it's a very minute like majority or minute like amount of people who watch sports i guess is what i'll say but yeah um, of all sports why did they pick golf like i I don't know maybe it's because they saw a weakness from the pga tour that the pga tour is vulnerable i mean could you imagine them trying to throw out like billions of dollars to create a separate NFL. That'd be awesome. That would like, Oh my God. I mean, instead of like you having like the XFL or the USFL, all of a sudden you have something where it's like, okay, you know, these guys, instead of making, let's say a quarterback making $50 million a year, they're all of a sudden making like a hundred million dollars a year. It's just like, I'm sure some of them would jump ship. Oh, so sure. many. Well, yeah, and that that makes it, I guess, then two diluted leagues might not be as good as one exactly. strong yeah. league for the fans. So, like, I don't know, imagine, like, Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees and I don't know, think of other, like, because a lot of the golfers going to live are a little bit older and uh, yeah. they perhaps past their prime. So that's Phillip why those two quarterbacks came to mind. <laughs> yeah, Philip Phil Rivers comes out of retirement to play. And, That'd be awesome. He'd still throw the, was it, he's... His famous thing is throwing the interception right after the two-minute warning, and then you hear the 60-minute sound coming in, like, up next. That's, like, the joke. <laughs> Always on Twitter, you'll see the meme, like, up next on 60 minutes, right after you threw that interception. It was my favorite. This is the most we've talked about football all summer, just around the same page. So, Tony, thank you for getting us on. Uh, well, on- the, the reason I started listening to the podcast was, you know, like, my fantasy football team, like, I've been playing fantasy football since, like, before college, and, and like, my teams used to be good, and not very good anymore. I don't know why. I probably don't follow football enough. So I saw uh, like this podcast and thought, oh, this will be good. I can listen to Rishi. I know Rishi and maybe learn a little bit about fantasy football, especially this time of year. You know, like none of the other guys in my league are paying attention to any fantasy football podcast. So I'll get my edge. And so I'm still <laughs> kind of waiting on that edge, Rishi. I was going to say, I was like, is there any knowledge we've given you <laughs> on fantasy football from this podcast? You know, okay, so I was, Tony, I was thinking about this the other day. We literally, 
I don't know if Rishi can say the same thing, but there's times where I'm like, I, I want to talk about this, but at the same time, I don't want anyone in the league to know my strategy. And it used to be only the members of the league were like, fuck, do I want to tell them what I'm thinking or not? And I was like, no, I don't. We don't have enough uh, listenership where it's worth telling out there for the whole league. I don't know if Rishi did well, this. If, that. if you're hoping for one guy to draft Philip Rivers, like it's not happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I will say this. We'll, we will focus on fantasy in about uh, July 18th week is the first week where we will have fantasy football specific podcast. Um, so Wait, for those of you that want to tune in, you know, Wait, how do you like, know oh, this? Man, what? How do you know this is a thing? Like, did you book someone or what? What do you mean book someone? I'm the host. I make the decisions. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but like usually like you have like plans out like weeks in advance and like, you're just telling me, Hey, we're doing this. I'm like, okay, fine. I guess yes, I'll do it. Like, you have, okay. So yes, I do have plans. So like Tony is here, you know, this week I have people set up for, I have a person set up for next week. And you know, after that, I don't think there's anyone that I have set up that I like, there's people that would want to come on the podcast, but I don't have anyone that has to like, I'm like, I got to get these people on the people that want to come on. I'm like, all right, I would like to get them on, but at this point, okay. we're getting to the fantasy football season. Like, like I, there's, there's, yeah. So there's people Tony that should, Tony should definitely come on to the podcast and just be our arbitrator for when we have arguments with each other about certain things and be like, Tony, settle this for us right now. Is Rishi wrong? <laughs> like, I'll yeah. come in with the team like drafted based on your guys' suggestions and just. Be furious that I'm still in last place. Right. <laughs> Terrible advice. Just Have you ever won, Tony? Yeah, but like it was probably like ten years ago. Oh wow! Man. I'm the team. Actually, I'm usually not in last place. I'm the team that like uh, it's a keeper league, so like we're ready to start. Like you get to the point of season where it's like, you know, are you a seller or a buyer? And I, like I don't make any trades like just to like improve my draft position next year i'm not giving away teams for or players for draft picks so like i'm the team that squeezes in at like the sixth spot and has to upset number one so i get in the playoffs which has worked out for me i think that's how i won like it just eked into the playoffs and like went on a run in the playoffs how, hey, how wait so how's your keeper t- keeper league work have you you've heard of ours right like we're uh Oh man, you only start listening until we, after the Super Bowl. So that's when we started oh, talking about our random topics that were no not idea. related. All right, Tony. Hopefully we've entertained you for the summer, but our football our keeper league is basically auction style. So you have like a, a budget of two hundred fifty dollars a year and you bid on players. And then the next year you can let's say like I sign Justin Jefferson for twenty five dollars this year, right? I have the option right before the season starts to give him up to a three-year contract. Every year, it's five dollars more, so twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, stuff like that. So that's how you retain oh, players. So like, yeah. He's got to so fit into the two. I would think. I'm assuming. I don't know how you do it yearly, Tony. No, ours is. I think you for what you drafted the player in. I think it's one round earlier the next year. Maybe it's two. I get baseball and football mixed up. But in one of them, it's so like if you draft somebody in the fourth round, then next year you can keep them for a third round pick for that spot. Oh, it's like first round picks automatically reset back into the draft pool. Exactly. Okay. 
And what about, what if you sign someone like a free agent? Then what happens? Is it automatic minimum draft pick? After yeah, after a certain week, like you can't keep your free agent signing. But like I think for the first six weeks or so, um, you get like like fourteenth spot, and then I think it moves up like a little bit each each week. So like the earlier you draft them, or the earlier pick you pick them up, then the later you can draft them. So okay. is there like a limit to like, okay, I can keep, can you keep every single player on your team then theoretically or? Well, no, one. I think it's like three or four keepers per team. Oh, okay. Yeah. See so. ours is, you can have as many players as you want, Like you could basically sign your whole team this year to futures contracts. As long as that meets the two fifty minimum or maximum, yeah. you can keep them. So you can, like, so you can yeah. You can yeah. theoretically have the same team for, three years at least and then like we do something where like after the three-year contract is up or three years is the max so after the player's contract is up you can franchise tag them for one year so theoretically you could have a player for four straight years but no tagging six there's also uh rfa yeah but there's this you can't guarantee that you'll get the art well actually you can't you can you can because whatever the bid is you match so like after the after the contract's up, so like say you sign somebody three years, you designate them as a restricted free agent, and then it goes into bidding. And basically, whoever has the highest bid, so if they do like a three-year, two hundred and ten-dollar bid, which I don't even know if that math works out, but yes, yeah, as long as it's uh, divisible by three, it does. Yeah. So let's say they do that. So then it's like sixty-five, seventy, seventy-five. Um, you could then choose to match that, and then you'd have that player then for another three years. You'd have them for six total. But after the RFA, anybody coming off an RFA or a franchise tag automatically goes back into the pool. Like you can't reset. Yeah. So do players tend or do teams tend to have a lot of keepers then? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the better I mean, teams do. The better teams. Yeah. Do, yeah. I would say that like yeah. at the beginning when we first started this type of league, like there were not as many people. Like keeping players, but then like people realize like oh it doesn't make sense not to like like um, you can sign like for example like Jamar Chase last year I don't know why they didn't so they didn't sign him to a multi year contract but they got him for nine dollars which normally he would go like probably for like fifty to sixty dollars in an auction league that's like his Yahoo draft um, like salary so it's like if that guy had signed him to a three year contract of nine fourteen. 19 like he'd be killing it for the next three years of like getting value on that so um, and certain players like me with justin jefferson for 11 dollars. yeah that's true you got you got justin jefferson and dk metcalf and and uh, cd lamb for ten dollars lamb this guy crushed it in terms of getting players and yet he still couldn't win yeah, i keep losing game. i always fucking lose i've never won the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's time to pick my keepers, and I'm like looking at like my roster, like, what the hell am I gonna do with Danny Woodhead next year? <laughs> like, <laughs> Sammy Watkins in the fourth round, like, how's that sound? Like, oh god, don't get us on the Sammy Watkins. We've had the Sammy Watkins <laughs> debate, me and Rishi, for a whole year. How yeah. he thinks he's the most valuable player in the NFL. I was just like, there's a reason the Chiefs lost the Super Bowl the next year, or because they didn't have Sammy Watkins. You know, I'm just it's saying, Buffalo. Sammy Watkins is very keeper. Like, you're so but, stupid. Uh, you're so yeah. dumb. I can't talk to you someday. <laughs> hey, so... Like, uh, sorry. Right, go go ahead. ahead. I was going to say... No, we, I, we I, got, I, shit. 
I got the one topic, which is the that's related to fantasy football. Is uh, Grant, we don't know if there's obviously going to be a suspension that comes out. We just don't know how long it is. Um, but would you draft Deshaun Watson or not? Like if you if you know if he's coming up in like the tenth round for you guys, or like for us, if he's like a dollar or two, do you bother drafting him? I have my I, I would not. I I think at this point, I mean last year I took him accidentally. I was like, why the fuck did I take him? I had to try to like sound like I wanted him, hopes that someone would trade for him, but no one did, so I had to cut him. But like I don't. There's like a pl- certain players I don't want on my team, and Deshaun Watson. One, I cannot root for you. I don't care how well you do. I do not want any part of you on my team. I know there's not a real, actual, tangible locker room, but I don't want you to poison my fantasy team with you in it. So. <laughs> I mean, if you're taking him late enough or like cheap enough that he's a candidate to keep the following year, oh, then he's smart. He's smart. See, I'm emotional. I that's why I never win a fantasy. I can't do oh, it. I, I don't know if I've ever had a Green Bay Packer on my team, so huh? oh, wow. oh, see, I had the same problem. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers last year, I traded for him. I fucking hated myself every moment. <laughs> That's the only reason I feel like that you got the buy. Otherwise, you would have been stuck right. in like full seat or something. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers did save me because Russell Wilson was complete horseshit after yeah. he got hurt. But yeah. whatever. Fuck him, too. He sucks. <laughs> I like saying that because I know you love him. Yeah, I'm, I don't love him. I just I'm a, I'm a Packers fan. I don't know what to tell you. Now you love is Deshaun Watson even going to play this year? That's I don't think he will. I think they're going to suspend him the whole year. Well, the NFL is saying that they're trying for a whole year suspension. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be possible under the CBA. Yeah, like you know. The players' association has to is going to fight it. Like, there's got to be a maximum, because if he's not found guilty of anything, it's just you know civil suits that he settled. Well, what? I guess the other thing is like the NFL probably knows stuff that we don't know as the public. Like they, oh done, yeah, like research. I'm sure. Pretty yeah. powerful organization there. They, they always do. And like, remember the Ray Rice shit when it first came out? Like, um. The NFL had the video. They saw it and all that. And then they're like, oh, four-game suspension. But then the video got leaked to the public. And then they're like, oh, God, he's suspended indefinitely. It's like, well, you saw the video. You just thought we wouldn't see it when you guys made your decision. Like, now they're probably, like, more aware. Like, all right, whatever we know, the public's going to know. So let's be ahead of it before, you know, looking like fools again. Yeah. I have to look at my draft results from last year. <laughs> like, somebody in my league could listen and be like, wait a minute, you're the one that's dumb enough to draft him last year. Like, what do you mean you wouldn't draft him this year? <laughs> I was. I told you, I was the idiot who took him last year. And I had to, I tried to up his value, but there's no one wanting him. So I was like, I try and dropped him after week one. It's like, what a waste. Man. Yeah. Um, I'm going to shift away from sports. I'm sorry. Uh, but we got some other okay. topics that I'm very excited to talk about. Um, one of them is paddle boarding because tony you you recently got paddle boards if i'm not mistaken and uh i guess what you want you want to tell us like pat so paddle, what is paddle boarding actually just to- well yes yeah, stand up paddle boarding so uh well i'm not sure if there is what i guess the difference between paddle boarding and stand up paddle boarding is you stand up <laughs> but 
like I had started uh like you know you visit a website and like sign up for 10% off and you're all of a sudden you're getting emails like every week and so I'm looking at the emails and people stand up paddleboarding having all this fun on these inflatable stand up paddleboards which like I have a yeah so like you know that's appealing right and they're all in like you know like on the ocean at these like awesome locations like that'd be fun um, but I live in a condo in Palatine, so um, I don't really have room for a paddleboard. And so uh, after seeing like that, the inflatable ones are actually like decent quality. I um, I was more tempted to buy one. And we go on a vacation in um, Michigan every summer that I don't like that I would be able to use them. So using it one week out of the year maybe doesn't justify the purchase, but I figured like, uh, there's probably some places around here where I could make some use of it. And since the inflatable one fits in my storage unit downstairs in my condo building, what the heck? Like, let's go for it. How, how expensive are we talking? Is there a comma in the price or no? No, no. Well, like six, maybe six or seven hundred dollars a board. Oh. And I got one for my girlfriend too because, like, I don't know. You got to get two, right? You can't go out. You can't just be out there by yourself. Hey, watch me do this for an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll take turns. Yeah, like no, let's go together. But I, I always like see the ads. I think there's like paddleboarding in Chicago, like on Lake Michigan and stuff. And I'm like, that looks like a great workout. But at the same time, I'm like, this like I, there's like things that you like think are gonna be easy to do, and then you do it, and you're like, what the fuck was I like kidding myself? Like this is crazy. Like, have you done it before or not? Yeah, well, yeah, I had done it once before, and it was at like a small lake in Michigan, and it was like on a perfectly calm like day, okay. so like no waves, no wind, and so um, Memorial Day weekend we took them out um, and found a place in uh, McHenry where you can bring them out. I mean, that's another thing is that. I thought you'd be able to take this thing out anywhere, but you either need a sticker or like you're just not allowed in so many places. Wait, what do you but, mean you need a sticker? Um, really? What does that mean? What? Yeah, so like if you want to take it out on like the Fox River Chain of Lakes area, I think you need like a ten dollar registration you, sticker to put on the you side. Just of paddleboarding it. out in the middle of the lake, and all of a sudden, like the the police boat comes up to you. Just yeah, like, right. Sorry. The Coast Guard comes by. Yeah, yeah. Registration, please. Well, yeah. What's your paddleboard? You have the sticker on the actual paddleboard. I promise. Yeah. And then, like in Cook County Forest Preserves, uh, and I think Lake County too, like you can kayak, you can canoe, but you can't sand a paddleboard because, like, it's closer to swimming and the water is not, I don't know, fit fit for swimming. It's like runoff water and stuff. So they don't. Oh, um, wait, if you fall, wait, have you fallen over? Well, yeah, so that's the story I was going to tell. So, like, you're asking, like, how hard is Santa paddleboarding? And took them out Memorial Day weekend, nice day, kind of windy. So, um, we happened to set them up, like, so that the wind was blowing, like, across the lake. So, you get on, you really have no chance at going anywhere other than downwind because it's the only place to go. And so, get on it, like, have my balance, get up, and it's not quite the lake where you're looking to do much swimming in, you know, like there's some, like, seaweed or lakeweed or whatever we call it there, but, uh, um, so, like, I get going, and then I'm out on the open water, and, like, it's easy because I'm downwind, so the wind just kind of takes me, and I'm like, this is great, this is easy, and uh, I go to turn, and, you know, you have one paddle, so you're paddling on one side or the other, kind of like a, 
a canoe. And I'm paddling on my right side, and I'm like not not turning. <laughs> it's still kind of barely turning. Oh god! And uh, like you, your natural reaction is try to like lean to help like lean into it, but that's not that's not helping me. So I'm leaning, I'm turning, and uh, I lose my balance and like fall in, and it's like <laughs> right in front of this little kid who's fishing with his dad. And so I got, like, I think I have, like, a T-shirt on and stuff. Like, I wasn't really planning on getting wet. But in I go. Um, get back up on the board, and I'm like, uh, well, the other thing about the inflatable paddle board is this particular, uh, the paddle doesn't float. So oh. like, you fall in, and I'm, like, holding on to the paddle. Like, <laughs> oh my God. get on, first time getting back on the board after falling off. So I'm sure, like, like I look like an idiot and, like, get on get back up and I'm like catching my breath and the little kids like still laughing at me. This little kid's just like probably six year old boy, like just cracking up and laughing at me. He's like, look at this dumbass falling off his paddle board. I'll bonus dad, like get a load of this guy. <laughs> Was the dad laughing at you too or no? No, no. Well I couldn't really tell. Like like meanwhile like I got on and all of a sudden like with the wind and everything I'm facing the other way. So a few minutes I finally like have myself together and I'm back on the board paddling and I get to where I'm like back to the point where I'm by this little kid and his dad fishing. It probably scared all the fish away. And the kid comes up like towards me and he's like, his dad probably put him up to this. He's like, I'm sorry for laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's okay. I was laughing at myself. I'm sorry for scaring all the fish away. Oh my God. That's nice of you to say. I'd be like, fuck you kid. And slowly pedal away. Pushing you back. Wipe out right again in front of him after you told him to fuck himself. <laughs> Is it was that like the hardest workout you've had? No, it's certainly not that bad. Um I mean I I wasn't out there for too long, but uh like my I, I guess my feet started to get a little maybe like tired or like numb. I don't know if it's like, it's just like different. Like I feel like I'm like trying to grip the board with my toes mm. or something like that. Long, so that was a little different. How long are you out there for? Like, is this like a, like, and how far can you go? Like, how, because right. You said it's, it's not, well, downwind is probably faster, but like how far can you go? And like, how long do you actually stay out there for before you're just like, Oh crap, I should go. Like, yeah. Well, this this lake was pretty small, so like I haven't really gone big yet. So I was probably only out there for like a half hour or whatever for my e each trip out. Michigan? What's that? Would you go on Lake Michigan or is that like fuck that? That's crazy. I don't know. That seems a little crazy. I mean, get the leash like on so like the board's not getting away from you. Um, no. I don't know. I mean, with the life jacket on, I guess if you'll swim, paddle, give it a okay. shot. I mean, could you imagine you lose the paddle, but you had the board? And what do you do? Do you just like <laughs> use it as a surfboard type of thing or what? Yeah. Right. So if I don't get the reason the paddle doesn't float is because it's one of the three piece ones so that it can fit in the backpack with the board. But if you get like the proper full length, normal paddle, that thing we'll floats. Stop. Yeah, okay. and I, I didn't really test it either, but I think, like, it'll float for a little bit, but not if you just leave it there. So I think had I let go of it, I, I might not have lost it. So wait, so this is you and your girlfriend or just you? 
Well, you she was taking laps too, and like my sister was with too. So like maybe I should have bought three paddle boards because she's the one like waiting for her turn. <laughs> I'm not sure. You're way too generous. You're like Rishi if you bought three fucking paddle boards. Your sister <laughs> didn't feel bad that one time you went paddle boarding <laughs> with her. <laughs> like I have these visions of like maybe I'll be a normal or a, like a regular paddle boarder. But we'll see. I don't know. Fourth of July weekend coming up. Maybe it's time. But that's the thing. I got to find a spot where you can do it where I'm not, I don't know, getting chased around by the Coast Guard because I don't have the sticker. Yeah, it's like, there has to be a good place because, like, I, like where, where do all these people you see the advertisements go? They have to go somewhere that makes sense because they're amateurs, yeah. first of all, that clearly have no idea what they're doing. So you can't be somewhere dangerous. Like, I say find wherever they're going and just hop along for the ride. I'm interested. I love it. I like. Okay, so this makes it a random topic. What's like the what's something you bought that you thought would be great to buy in the moment, and then later on you like now just looking like fuck, man. I remember when I was going to use that a lot. So um, Tony, not to say these paddle boards. I'm sure you'll use them a ton. They'll be worth the investment. But our cousin, my cousin Brothy, who was on the podcast before, he bought this bike that he never rode, yeah, <laughs> but you, he you kept buying Chipotle. No, he wore it once somewhere, <laughs> and then he rode it halfway to Chipotle, oh, yes, and yes. then for some reason turned around and went back because it was too far. But he's literally halfway there, so he made one length of the trip. <laughs> and then he kept buying accessories for this bike. Like yes. he, brought he brought a bike a, rack on top of his car. Bike rack for his car. He, he wanted to buy a GoPro. He bought helmets, all the gear, and he rode it one and a half times. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, do you have any of those purchases where you like, you bought it in the moment and now you look back and you're like, why the fuck did I even buy that? Why did I even think about buying that? It, it could be the same paddleboard. Like, maybe it's too early to tell, but... <laughs> I really hope it's not because this seems like it'd be a great workout. But I, like, there's everyone has that purchase. I'm like, any other purchase you had where you're like, regret after like a year later? Yeah, it's related to the biking, but I got one of those like indoor bike trainers where, like, you could hook it up to your normal bike. And so you put oh. the back wheel on a thing, and then you could pedal inside. And, you know, it's like, oh, well, hey, in the winter, what a great workout. I could do it in my living room. I just prop up the bike, watch a football game while I'm pedaling away. Sounds like a great idea. Well, the thing's loud as hell. So, like, you can't hear the TV unless you have <laughs> it on so loud. And I'm on the second floor of a condo building, so I'm sure my downstairs neighbor, like, absolutely hates the thing. So, and then <laughs> it takes awesome. way too long to set up and it's not like you can just like put your bike on this thing off to the side. So I, I think that. I used it maybe twice. And, and now it's like it's just sitting, sitting there. there. Yeah. You're like, now exactly. it's just this albatross. I just look at him like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> That's like $500. Exactly. I won't get back. Exactly. Rishi, you have anything like that or no? Um, I think like the only, one of the things I can recently remember is like, there's this like, piano uh like like teach you how to play the piano like you hook it up to your laptop like the electric piano or whatever like not the you know, grand piano type stuff like like a keyboard piano. yeah keyboard sorry that's what it's called thank you um, yes like you me <laughs> so i i i bought the subscription that's like i don't know how it was like 350 dollars but you get unlimited, unlimited songs to learn uh, and then I proceeded to learn half of two songs. 
and then oh never God. used it again. Why? Why half of two? Why not just learn one it full was, song? It was, well, I was like, I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, I like this song, and I was like, oh man, this song's really good too. Let me try and learn this one. So I learned half of each, and then I just stopped. And I was just like, okay, I'm good. I don't need to. So like, yeah. you are my sunshine and happy birthday. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, take me out of the ball game. He's like, it's like song where like he'll get to the point where everyone starts singing along, so he could stop playing the piano because he doesn't know any more lyrics, like any more chords to it. And it's just like, yeah, that's right, guys. Freestyle the rest of it. Exactly. It's what are the two songs? What are the two songs um, you have to tell me? Havana by Selena Gomez, or no, not Selena, Camila Camila Cabello. Camila Cabello, or whatever. yeah, and then. Um, I don't remember. The intro this, song of this podcast. You love the song so much that you only learned half of it for a reason. All right. Um, well, while you think of it, you know what? This is the, it's not even my own purchase. It was my parents' purchase while I, while I live with them. They bought a treadmill because they're like, oh, we're totally going to start walking. We're going to start working out. It was probably like $1,800, some, some absurd amount of money for a treadmill. They used it like once, and now it was just a place to fucking dry their towels because it's like Launch never been used again. I was like, "What a waste that was!" And I have no idea if my parents also regret that purchase. But I regret it on their behalf for this because it's like, "What were you thinking?" Not as much as the Rishi keyboard, but do you, you still have it, Rishi? Um, I gave it to my brother, so like he'll and he doesn't he he doesn't he'll use it. Um, but he doesn't use it that often, so it's it's really he's learned all the songs and he's moved on. Yeah, right? so. yeah. And the keyboard itself, like I had bought like five years prior, and granted that keyboard costs like you know six hundred bucks. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, I Plus think I, I did get some use out of the keyboard though. Like I, I did, I did get some use out of that in the sense that like I think Kieran probably used it more than I did. So, like, at least he does somewhat use it, and it's available. I don't know. I'm trying oh to get all this. Okay, if you let's say let's say you walked, you went into like a nice restaurant, you saw like just a grand piano there. Would you ever just sit down and start playing one of your songs? If I if I knew how to play, it, yeah. I mean, Kieran could do it. Kieran Kieran knows like there's two or three songs that Kieran definitely memorizes that he can play, and like he would definitely do it. Yeah, absolutely. I I just don't. I couldn't if I memorized it I would. Yeah, why not? I always wonder is that douchey or not? If you're like someone who could play the oh. piano pretty well and you that's, see a piano and you just start playing it like in the fantastic. lobby of a hotel. That's, that's your right to brag. Yeah, but if you what walked about, into the um, hotel, what do you think it was douchey? Tony, what do you think? No, douchey I think that's a good move. It's it, like if you're not pushing somebody else off, it's like <laughs> they don't have somebody that's working <laughs> that day that's in charge of playing. Like, excuse me, I like I, Here's a little number that. Yeah, let me show you how to do it. That's like, I picture. I don't know why. Like, I feel like it would be cool if you just like walked in and you saw someone just playing it like without anyone paying attention. But like, for some reason, when I see picture Rishi doing it, I feel like it'd be so douchey because Rishi would be like, "Suck on this, Nardo," and then just start fucking playing like, <laughs> a symphony right there. Chopsticks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, fuck you, Rishi. <laughs> I just fucking go like cut all the strings in the piano and just walk away, <laughs> knocking over. Um, what about pretending to play the automated uh, piano, oh like getting your hand off that? <laughs> that used to be my favorite thing to do when I was a kid. Like when the like the keyboards is playing the song and you act like you're doing it and you're like, please don't <laughs> let these buttons actually do anything, so it looks like I know what I'm doing. 
I used to, I don't know. That was like one of the favorite things, but. I figured such, out the, like, uh, sorry. Who's the artist? Uh, Jason Mraz, uh, I Won't Give Up. Oh, um, I don't know. That's probably why I didn't remember. I was like, oh, I was like, I must have done this. But yeah, you, you gave up. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, I won't give up. But <laughs> that is brilliant. Tony, thank you for pointing that out right there. Oh, my God, Rishi. This is, that is the best. That's the most Rishi thing I've heard about. <laughs> Oh my god. Really, now you gotta learn the song. Now you can't be the guy who didn't who didn't finish learning. I won't give up. Oh my god. See so I'm plucking this keyboard in just a fit of rage. Like I give up. Yeah, right. Fuck this song. Fuck you, Jason Bransford saying you won't give up. Oh my god. Rishi, you're the best. Oh man, I, I gotta listen. <laughs> you never noticed the fact that you gave up on the song. I'll never give up. <laughs> That's literally the first time I ever played out. I'm glad you didn't give up trying to figure out what song it was. I know, right? That's, yeah, that's the one thing he said. You'll never give up. Man, I don't even know how you searched that, but bravo to you. Um, all right, well, speaking of purchases we hated, let's go to the topic that Rishi brought up because I'm sure he's got an advertisement for some cool gadget he just bought. But what's the coolest gadget or tech you've ever – or you bought recently? No, no. It doesn't have to be bought. Just something you've seen because, like, oh, it could be some, like that's outside our price range. It's like, oh, man, this is, like, you know, insane. But, like, I would never, you know, spend, like, 30 grand on this thing. Okay, fine. I, I have one of two things, but – Anyone else have anything first, or should I go? I was like, mine's 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 the Ford F one fifty Lightning, <laughs> and I don't know if that counts as a piece of tech, but it's an electric car, so I'll count it as tech. The thing's fucking sick, and that's definitely my dream car. And Rach is like, there's no reason you need a pickup truck, and I'm like, there's every reason we need this pickup truck. Wait, what's so great about the the Ford F? What what is what's what's the big Ford F one fifty Lightning? Oh yeah. my god, look it up. It's like, okay, so first of all, it's all electric. And then obviously, you know, like frunks. So like the front trunk for cars. This one's like the size of like the trunk of like a normal sedan. It's like it's this monster thing. So you could just store anything like I think it holds two sets of golf clubs easily. But then it also has like you can use it for like tailgating. So it becomes a cooler. So you get there's like a little hole in the bottom. So you just fill the whole front with ice and then just put all your like drinks in it whenever you go tailgating. Oh, that would actually be brilliant yeah right because there's like a little hole in the bottom that you just lift it and then it'll just drain all the water right out the bottom um and then it's also a generator so if you ever like let's say you lost power at your house you can plug your house into it and power your house for like two three days nice. yeah it's just i don't know the, every concept and like i like tesla but like i'm kind of shying away from them no offensive i know rishi your parents own one tony i don't know if you own one i still like them but I think there's a lot more stuff out there that would be more fun yeah. to have. No, no, there definitely is more stuff out there for sure now. Yeah. How about you, Tony? What's your, what's your tech thing that you saw recently? Well, so, like, I've been reading about um, robot fish and robot dogs. Wait, <laughs> so, what? Uh, yeah, ro- uh, yeah, and I think the robot fish isn't available to the public just yet, 
Um, but the, I think you can get a robot dog if you want it. And like Nardo, I know you're um, thinking about getting a dog. So uh, <laughs> maybe Wait, is this an awesome dog. dynamics dog, or is this like a? Another well, yeah, it is. It is. I think it is. And so I was reading that they're using them in the Ukraine right now to like pick up and check for landmines. Yeah. So that's a pretty sweet use of them. But like, I think you can get one for I don't know, like. $75,000, like, so maybe you can get, like, a used one that's got three legs because it's landmine injury. I didn't do too good of a job with the landmines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might have to get a used robot dog. That's how, I, I've seen those. Those videos are, like, terrifying. You ever see, like, the videos where, like, they'll get, like, two of them to go open doors and shit, and it's like, what the fuck? Are, like, what's this age we're living in? We're like, what? But if you get this robot dog, you have to worry about getting in a yard. Yeah, that's true. And you can have one in the apartment. Yeah, but then I have to worry Don't about something. Pick up after it. <laughs> I guess, but it's a uh, seventy-five thousand dollars, so it's a. Uh, well, you can buy dog food. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> like, saving so savings. much money. Wait, okay. So, side note: um, one of our friends who's been on this podcast, they have a dog that ate socks accidentally twice, and I guess it was like. A four or five thousand dollar surgery, the first time, and then they got insurance. Like which card? I was like, All right, that dog, that robot dog, might be worth the investment to avoid that kind of surgery. Because <laughs> holy shit, that's that's not cheap. Yeah, I don't know what the maintenance is on a robot dog. Like, you don't have to take it to the vet, sure, but like, I don't know if you have to take it the like the robot dog mechanic every now and then. <laughs> right. I'm not sure. I mean, as long you as, as the robot fish is pretty cool too. I've never seen a robot fish, so it actually is in the water. Uh, well, it was a new a new article or a new invention that I read just came out this week. So uh, some scientists, uh, it's like researchers, the students, I think, in China came up with this robot fish. And the job of the robot fish is to um, swim around the ocean and take microplastics from the ocean. So like very small plastic particles that if a small fish eats, it's probably going to starve and die because the plastic stuck in its body. So, uh, so yeah, it swims around and it's at the top of the, the surface yet. Yeah, they, they haven't, I don't know, figured out how to get it to dive to the bottom, but there's probably enough plastic in the ocean. that. Yeah. That doesn't have to go too far down. To, you know, feed for life. Yeah. It's yeah. an interesting concept. What, what, how do they empty out the plastic though? Like you just get the fish. What, just well, the fish back? is only, like, it's really small, like 15 millimeters or something like that, so. Wait, they oh, made wait, a 15 wait. millimeter long uh, robotic fish? It's, yeah, like a micro fish, wait, and, like, so the plastic I... just attaches to it. Oh, int- oh, so it's not like it eats it, it's just, like, it's just a magnetically, like, kind of being attached to it. Yeah, and yeah. it gets enough attached to it that it swims back to home, and drops it off and then goes back. What do you mean it swims back to home? How does this, like, this is like a tiny fish. Like, what is it? Yeah. What? How's it control? Like, do you have, like, a remote control, like a PlayStation remote, just, like, guiding it around the ocean, or? I got the sense that it wasn't, um, well, I don't know if they had all the details worked out, but, like, I got the sense that they didn't have to remote control, like, some person steering it around, that they just, like, would let these fish out, and they Go like find the plastic. Tiny AI fish that will eventually turn against this. Yeah, probably. Well, 
like I was thinking, so what happens when, you know, these fish are small robot fish, like what a bigger fish eats the robot fish. So now instead of fish eating plastic, you got fish eating robot fish. And now that's the problem. So what do you do then? Like, I don't know, like maybe a robot seal or something. And then what? Like, then you gotta get a robot robot seal. I mean, is there a way to, is there a way to like, Unattract fish, like you know how, like when you're going fishing, you want fish to you come to repel? you. Is there a way to like, yeah, repel. Yeah. <laughs> Unattract. What a- big word that you're using here. <laughs> big words. Your word is bigger. <laughs> Never give up, Rishi. Never give up. Okay. Well, and like, what do what what are the fish gonna think of these robot fish too? Like, trying to imagine the the equivalent, like here for for humans. Like, I don't know, like. <laughs> A UFO like just like emerges and like aliens hop out and I don't know like do a little spring cleaning like pick up some <laughs> litter on the side of the road and they're off on their merry way like you'd be freaked out at first but then I don't know <laughs> or, I don't know the aliens come yeah, they're helping us out but then the whole time you're like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> like most of you is gonna be like this is not acceptable behavior by anything around here. <laughs> Just like I love catch it. up the ozone layer and are off on their merry way. Oh my god. I'm definitely gonna have to read an article about this because I love like my go-to YouTube videos are tech videos like uh Marquise Brownlee and uh Unbox Therapy. I don't know if you guys watch either of them. But those are like my go-to guys. Oh man. They like oh it's always like it's always like laptops and stuff, so it's not like anything too fancy. But this just sounds like something that'd be totally up my alley. And Rishi's gonna talk to us about like a razor he just bought or something. Oh, shoot. Feeling. I was actually supposed to think of something. Oh. Yeah, no, I gave up. A robot cat? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I honestly didn't uh, have anything specific that I was, like, thinking of tech-wise. I mean, I, I think for me, it's uh, golf-wise is the thing I think about. Um, so, like, I know recently they're coming out with cheaper and cheaper uh, golf, uh, what are they called, launch monitors? So like the Bushnell, okay. like Bushnell apparently bought uh, the company Foresight, who makes one of the more like expensive, uh, commonly used golf launch monitors by professional athletes and like coaches and all that stuff. And apparently, and launch monitor, up- real quick, launch monitor is basically one of those like projection screens where you hit the golf ball and it tells you distance and all that, right? Well, it's a, it's a device. No. It's a device that does it. The the screen is just you hook it up like USB wise. So the device actually is the one that. Yeah, it's like it's it either has cameras or it has a radar or it has both, and it's okay. like it tells you, it tracks it shows your you, golf ball. Yeah, it tracks your golf ball. Um, okay, and so that can tell you how far <clears throat> you hit it and all that good stuff. Um, and so Bushnell, like I said, they recently bought that company, and they now have a three thousand dollar launch monitor out that is exactly the same as, like, not exactly the same, but very very close to similar to like some of these high end ones. You don't get some of the features for sure by buying the $3,000 one. You, there's some features missing, but a majority of the features that we as amateur golfers would want to look at are definitely there. And so I'm like, oh man. And apparently word on the street is more of these are coming to the point where like it could get potentially cheaper. So like in the like $2,500 range and so on and so forth. I'm like, I would seriously think about buying it if, you know, if it's in that price range and it made sense, and like I, the thing is, like, because you can use it indoor and outdoor. If I had a place to use it indoor, I know I would definitely do it, just because then I'd use it all the time. 
Yeah. So yeah, I, I have, looked into the the three hundred dollar ones, and it's I don't know if they're accurate enough. I wasn't convinced that. Yeah, I mean this one. This one they've done tests with. Uh, this one, uh, granted, it's three thousand dollars, but like, so you'd expect it to be much better than like a few hundred dollar monitor. But like, they've done tests with it, and they're saying that it is. Um, just as accurate from a data standpoint, like to within a yard of uh, GC quad. So I was like, okay, they, they got something. I mean, you don't get all of the data that comes with it, but you still have it accurate enough that like, if I see like carry distance and like club speed, I'm good with that. Like just, I need some basic information that I'm just like, that's that's pretty awesome. So, but the thing is it also like they there, there's a catch there that like, you have to buy the software package and that in itself costs like $800 a year, or you can spend three grand at one point to get it forever. So three grand, it's probably what you're going to go for. <clears throat> if I were to get it, like I'd need to, like I said, you'd have to be able to use it indoors to make it worth it. We live in the freaking winter, basically eight months out of the year. We have golf for four. Eight months. Really? Are you really that dramatic? <laughs> Like, come on. You can't golf. Like, you golf in what? May, June, July, and August. That's it. September. No. I mean, you can longer than that. September, yeah. for sure. You can get a little in October. October. But October, gets, October with all the leaves gets tough. Tony's, Tony's crazy, though, from what I've been told. I've been told that Tony has, like, rain gear. Tony goes out in, like, 35-degree weather. I have been told stories about Tony's. Uh, December. Uh, oh, yeah. With golfing and that, like, he will go in any condition. Wait, are you like, a scratch golfer not. almost? Tony, how no, good are you? no, I'm like eight handicap, nine handicap. That's fucking incredible. I, I've gotten to seven is my lowest, but Holy it's fuck. a long way from scratch. Like a scratch player is a lot better. Yeah, but I mean, we were talking before you came on how I was like, oh, we should go golfing because I haven't golfed since last year. I was like, man, I hope I could break a hundred, and that's literally my goal. Like I'm like that level amateur where I'm like, I just need to, I just want to have fun. I'm not looking to you know set any course records, but. Fucking eight handicap and like, oh god, I'm not that good, man, Tony. Hey, I mean, if we can borrow, borrow Rishi's uh, launch monitor in a couple of years, so we'll, yeah, right. We're we'll both be getting pretty good. Yeah, we'll be looking out for our live tour emails. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that or if you know, you just live in like Florida or Arizona, Texas, Cali, just somewhere where like you don't have to worry about the weather. Then like, you might as well just get it right now then. Right, because you golf like every day. Then if you're down there, yeah. But then, do you need to that thing, or are you just gonna go on the golf course and just play? You just become a scratch golfer. Just like, oh, yeah. I live in this. Just <laughs> I live here. It's just, it comes with the territory. <laughs> you save all that money on taxes anyway. You might as well just become a scratch golfer. That's true. Hey, right? so uh, transitioning to the last topic because uh, we're gonna end this in probably 15 minutes or less is uh last topic is places that you would want to travel for vacation uh, not work not work just vacation no, no, not work not for work yeah. but for vacation are there any places that like you guys and it doesn't have to be u.s it could be outside the u.s that you guys are like oh man like i let's i, I could choose like this is these are a couple places that i want to go to um and like why do you want to go there so i don't know if uh, who wants to start first nardo or tony well it's your it's your it's your topic, so you tell us what you're thinking, because you must have thought of something when you came into it. Well, yeah, I mean, so I, I guess I was just thinking about, like, 
traveling in general because of like I'm going to be going <coughs> to watch Packers games in like different states, and so that's why I was like, oh, where would people want to go for vacation? And like for me, I'm just like thinking of like places to golf. Like that's really all my thought process is with that. Like I don't have anything else from the vacation standpoint. So like, let's go to Scotland. Yeah, right. Come on, do that. Yeah, go go over that way and play like the link style courses. Then, that, yeah, that would be cool. That'd be cool. Like, yeah, you like travel to fucking like. I, I want to do that while I'm also like going to watch like a football game there, like a soccer game and a football game, actually both. So do that in the fall. Why can't you do it in the fall? I could, but yeah. I was like, it's not that bad. I was like, I don't know where I'd want to travel. I feel like I would love to go to places where the food's great. There's things to do, like hiking and stuff. So maybe, like, I heard Switzerland's also be incredible. Like, I would love to do, like, something of that way. And they have good chocolate. Supposedly. That's true. Yes, they do. I was like, my father-in-law brought some back and Rach when she went for work. And she went for work, though, so I don't know if that counts for her. But uh, she went there, and, yeah, the food was incredible. Like, the chocolate she brought was unreal. But that would probably be some one of my favorites. Or I'd want to go to um, somehow do, like, a tour of, like, you know, go over to like Antarctica or something, something that's like you just don't think you can ever go to. So it's like, let's just go for it. Like, I don't know. I'm sure it sounds stupid as fuck or whatever. No, no. I mean, like, like my sister and my mom went to Antarctica for a week. They actually went on there. Yeah, they were on there. <clears throat> they said like one of the things that like you don't realize that they said was like, yeah, so like you get on there and it smells. And it was like, wait, what? It's because like all these penguins and different animals that live there, they just shit all over the place. But the problem is nobody's there to clean it up. And so it just smells everywhere. I, so, yeah. I don't want to anymore. So way to fucking ruin it. Hey, no <laughs> so see, like, the northern lights. Go the other way. That'd be cool. I'd love to see the northern lights. Tony, how about you? Oh, I was going to say Scotland for golf. Like, I'm reading a book uh, course called Scotland, and it's about this guy's attempt to play, like, all these um, – British Open course courses in the UK. So yeah, that'd be I mean, pretty cool. Those courses are all public too, right? A lot of them are, and then a lot of them that aren't are uh, private, but the public can get on them. Either like certain days of the week you can play them, or the members are happy to bring on guests that you can like get on a waiting list and play. So. I think that a lot of the courses that are private, you can still play. Is it the U.S. Open that's always on public courses? No, no, it's not. Or it's not like courses you can access, right? Like, it's not like a private, you have to be a member. Like, Augusta's like, you never can go on. Well, like, it dep- I think it depends. I think some U.S. Open courses are public and some are private. I think majority of them are private, though. Really? Yeah, exactly. And then some of the coming years, they're putting them on at... Uh, like Pebble Beach is public, but it's like I don't know, like three, four hundred dollars or more to play. So oh my god, wait, four hundred to like, spend two nights there, or something yeah. too. Like it's yeah, yeah like in a- Pinehurst is a similar way. So they'll they'll put on the U.S. Open as an advertisement to get people to want to go play well, there. So no, you can. They haven't played there. Best Black in a while, have they? I think I've never I've never seen my Best Mates three years ago. Was it three? Like Kepka won there, right? I think yeah, so. yeah, I think yeah, three or four years ago, sounds alright. So, wait, has, like, Tony, have you been to Europe before? 
No. Like ever? Never? Never. Like, have you, okay, now I have a further follow-up question. Have you been outside of the U.S. other than Canada? No. Never. Have you, I've gone is like San Diego. Would you want to go? Like, outside, wait, are you going to Canada, though? you seen, like, Niagara Falls in Toronto? No. no. So, do you have a passport? Yeah. Okay. I got a passport when, I can't remember, we were going to go on a cruise or something, but now, like, Wait, so like I want to go on a golf trip. Would you want to go like to places like like Niagara Falls in Toronto, or like to you like obviously you want to go? You mentioned Scotland, but like, are there like is there like a hey I want to go like I have a desire to go like Nardo's going to Italy, right? Uh, like I know. Well, I've been to people... New Zealand. New Zealand's fucking gorgeous. Oh, it's worth yeah. the trip. But, like, would you yeah, want, cool. is that like something you would want to do or no? Yeah, no, I think it is something I'd want to do. The the one thing that's difficult sometimes is that like, I want to go play golf and it's not necessarily with what all the people I'd want to travel with would also want to do. So I'd have to do both. But, okay. I mean, I you mean, just wake you... up early to play 18 real quick in the morning, you know, yeah. Could yeah. 30 tea time, be back by 11 o'clock and have the whole day ahead of you. So just say, yeah. For... Yeah. So I think that's the plan. Not Scotland. Though. Scotland, I mean, I feel like you should do, like, a golf trip. Like, you and one friend who loved to golf and just play, like, 36 every day. <laughs> exactly. Just go wild. That's I mean, no. You'd blisters all over your toes by the end, but. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun, though. I'd love to go to Scotland. Wait, I got a question. Have you gotten Alexa to golf with you? Because, like, you, yeah. you obviously love golf a ton, so, like. Would she be willing to like be like, all right, I'll shoot her, I'll go, I'll go with you for like a round? Well, so the first time I got her to play, like my family's, like my my mom and my sister played played with me. They're also into golf, and so the first time I got her to play, um, we went out, and it was probably like July or August, on like a really hot day, and okay. my mom like walks, so like she got my sister to walk, so we didn't take a cart, and so. <laughs> I gave, like like some of my dad's old bag so like she had like a full size like men's bag with like old clubs oh, that were probably pretty God. heavy <laughs> and we went for the whole 18 cause like I'm, <laughs> this sounds like torture more than playing like to get someone to enjoy it yeah so it wasn't a really good introduction in hindsight um, so yeah like I remember I'm like I don't know temple or something like which is like up a hill. Like, isn't this awesome? Like, no. no. <laughs> You're like, isn't this the greatest not... time you've had in your life? Yeah. You should have. You shouldn't have gone carts. Like, you should have made it yeah. as easy as possible that day. Have you guys ever gone again? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I took her again, and like, I was smart about taking the cart that time, and it's like. Like, I realized, like, she's not playing for a score. So, like, yeah. skip a hole every now and again. Um, so, instead of, like, calling penalties on her or whatever. Like, no, you got dropped, like, way back there, you know. Yeah, what are you doing? Go go way back there. <laughs> it's, it's out of bounds. Stroke and distance. Yeah, in a bunker. You're just like, ah, oh, you're just grounding the club. What are you doing? Come on. Rake your traps. <laughs> like, you're just berating her on the courts. Yeah. So like the second time we played, there was like a little less of that. Um, and I think it was a little bit more fun, but 
She I has need to back out. So I want to get my wife to go golfing, and I know. I mean, I'm sure she can hear me talking about this, and she's like not looking to. She wants to drive the cart, have fun, but not participate in any part of the golfing. Like, well, her, like, what you could do, what you could do is like have her like drive the cart and then like hit every so often. She doesn't have to like you know hit every single shot, but just be like, all right, if she yeah. wants to hit a ball, let her try and do that, and then slowly get her in. And she's like, oh, okay, That's this true. is awesome. This is the greatest I'm gonna, game. I'm gonna do the Tony method. I'm gonna give her like a. 40 pound bag and be like here walk this whole course let's go <laughs> caddy for me the first time yeah, yeah, you'll love it did you tell her she can drink as much as she wants on the course yeah but i mean that's not gonna really sell her like we gotta get home after we get trashed on the course <laughs> I've, I've by the way i vowed i'm not drinking on the front nine ever again i like it makes me play like complete horseshit by the second half and i'm like no i'm done I'll probably I'll probably ruin it the first time and drink on the first front nine and I'll suck again like I usually do, but I'm gonna try to avoid it. I need to be better. I usually don't drink much on the course or drink at all. But my last or my best round last year was like the round where I drank the most. So like really? that's been in my head ever since. Yeah. It really oh is you don't think about anything. All of a sudden, you're just hitting the ball like it's, it means nothing. No, yeah. but you drink too much. Now you're seeing like three golf balls when you're looking down and you're like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Well, I remember realizing, like, on, like, 15 or 16th hole, like, man, like, I'm getting drunk right now, and this is also, like, the really best round I've played, so, like, I hope this ends quickly and well, because so, I'm, I'm running out of time. Yeah, you're like, I'm about to black out and not remember the 18th, so I got to hurry this up. <laughs> I love it. What do you drink on the course, just beer, or, like, are you, like, the cocktail guy? Oh, yeah, we were drinking, like, um... I like White Claws and Seltzers and stuff. Okay. So something, yeah, it's like, that's like the thing though. Like for people who might be listening to this and don't like golf, last thought, golf is just a way to hang out with your friends for like four and a half hours. If you're not taking it seriously, it's just you and your friends for four and a half hours, drinking, playing golf, talking, smoking cigarettes, whatever you want to do. Like it's literally just an excuse to be outside away from life for four and a half hours. Like you're barely on your phone. You're kind of just interacting You're living life in the moment. That's how I always take it. I don't know if that's how you yeah. do, but that's pretty much why. Like, I'm like, I, I'll go with people I like, so I can just talk to them. Like, I don't care how I play. At the end of the day, yeah, man, um, I agree. And uh, it's getting it's getting a little sad time that we got to end the podcast. Nardo's got to leave us, sadly. So uh, we're gonna try and end this podcast. Tony, thank you for coming on. Do you uh, any thoughts about like the podcast and, and what do you think of it? What do you think of coming on? Yes. Oh, this was fun. Yeah, I think it's going to make me a better fantasy football player in some way or another. So you know what, I though? We should, we should just all go to Top Golf sometime, and then we'll just talk actual fantasy football off podcast. Because we all like golf. Top yeah. Golf's easy. It's right near you guys both for work slash living. I think it'd be fun. I love, I love Top Golf. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I got you. You guys bring your clubs, or Absolutely. you guys use their clubs? No, bring your clubs. Okay, absolutely good. yeah good i was like my wife calls me a dork for doing it but i'm like no i'm not using their clubs or shit and i feel like i look worse than i am when i try to use their clubs because they're not made for me <laughs> <laughs> exactly. you know there's something to say about like grab your like three wood and crank it to the back fence <laughs> absolutely right hey right, guys good catching up tony pleasure meeting you and uh yeah that's fun We'll actually give you some fantasy football advice in the during the season. Actually, I'm not gonna right. hold back. 
Yeah. All right, guys. Have a good day when you, uh, when you win that fantasy football championship this year. Yes. I'll give you guys a shot. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I won't. I don't want to tell anybody in my league that I'm getting tips. <laughs> yeah, just be, yeah, just take all the credit. Just, like, you know, secretly just let us know. They'll pay, pay yeah. homage to us somehow. <laughs> like, you know, just call your team the gridiron, and then we'll know. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Have a good night, okay? All right, yeah. Take care.